0: Hello, and welcome to PW Kids Cast, a monthly interview series featuring authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens today. I'm John Sellers, the Children's Reviews Editor at Publishers Weekly. Today, I'm speaking with bestselling author James Patterson, author of numerous books for young readers, including The Maximum Ride, Daniel X, and Witch and Wizard series. His latest book is the middle grade novel I Funny. The book arrives in December, published by Little Brown Books for Young Readers, which is sponsoring this podcast. "I Funny," which Patterson co-wrote with Chris Grabenstein and is illustrated by Laura Park, is a story of middle school student Jamie Grimm, a self-described sit-down comic. Sit down because Jamie's confined to a wheelchair, something but not the only thing that he has a sense of humor about. Over the course of the book, Jamie tries to get used to living with his humorless aunt and uncle deal with a bully who happens to be his cousin and prove that he's the funniest young comic around. James, uh, thank you for speaking with me today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I forgot my middle school books. Middle school, the worst days of my, worst years of my life. And middle school, get me out of here. Which is really relevant to iFunny because they're specifically kind of, you know, seven to 12 uh, and, and they're humorous, and they're illustrated.
0: It actually leads right into one of my questions, which is how do you see this book fitting in with um, the middle school books in particular since they are sort of a similar format with this illustrated uh, middle school uh, series?
1: Yeah, I, I just think it's, it's essential that we get kids reading when they're in middle school, that kind of 7, 8, 9, 10. When, when my son Jack was 8 um, that summer, Sue and I, we said, you're going to read every day. And um, Jack said, do I have to? And we said, yeah, unless you want to live in the garage, because that's what we do in our house. You're going to read every day. But we're going to go out and find cool books for you. So we went out and got some Percy Jacksons, and we got uh, Warriors and Wrinkle in Time and uh, Al Capone Does My Laundry, et cetera, and and, and a Maximum Ride book. And by the end of the summer, um, Jack had read like a dozen books, nine or ten of which he loved, and his reading skills had soared. So Jack went from being a kid who was bright but not a big reader to – he took his SSATs um, last year and got an 800 in reading. So – it works.
0: <laughs> I'll say that my, my first thoughts when I read uh, or started reading "I Funny" were, you know, interesting. You know, his main character uh, uses a wheelchair, which was followed shortly by, "Wow, when was the last time that I saw that?" Uh, you know, so often children, uh, characters with disabilities are relegated to the sidelines um, if they're even included in a book at all. So I'm curious, was that part of the idea for this book from the very beginning?
1: Yeah, that was always a piece of it. I actually wrote an adult novel years ago, "Midnight Club," and it was a it was a, a man. Who um, uh, a, a, a policeman who who got shot in the first two or three chapters and then uh, wound up in a wheelchair. And one of my best friends um, was a guy, a real kind of an Italian-style kind of a guy, and one day he just woke up and um, he couldn't walk. And they never figured out why. They thought it might have been some influenza thing. So that, you know, I, I, I've seen it. Uh, and, and, and I've always been interested in how people deal with, with, with that situation. So that, that was a piece of it. And, and in, in particular, I mean, I, comedy is, is, um, uh, you remember the Norman Cousins book about, you know, laughter is the best medicine and, um, it helps, it helps people get past things. And, and with this kid, with Jamie, um, he just gets obsessed with with comedy. Learns sort of bunch, kind of every funny line there is, and um, um, uh, studies studies the great comics. And I th- I love the idea of of really entertaining kids, even while we're um, um, teaching them how to deal with tough times or tragedies or things that happen in their lives that aren't the coolest things in the world. Um, teaching them how to deal with bullies. Uh, and comedy can help <laughs> uh, uh, so i 'm always trying to uh, there 's always something going on in addition just to the main story I, I, I want to move kids i 'm obsessed with, um, uh, with, with with getting kids reading um, it 's it's the sort of the primary thing in my life right now.
0: And uh, speaking of the the bullying thing, uh, there's a great scene early on in which uh, Jamie is actually a little bit thrilled to be pushed around by a bully in the hallways at school. Uh, because- yeah, it's
1: a yeah, it's a funny notion—the idea that Jamie is he he is pushed around by the bully in the halls, but he he says this is great because this kid is is bullying me even though I have a handicap, uh, uh, which is terrific. He says he's he's just treating me like a regular normal kid. He, you know, it's a. Uh, 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 and, and that really, uh, he, he gets the kick out of that. Mm-hmm. Now, now the, the bad thing about this bully, you find out a few chapters later, is uh, uh, he actually lives in the same house with the bully. Uh, he's He's been adopted into a family, the Smiley's, and, and this is the Smiley's son. He mm-hmm. calls them the Smiley's. <laughs> they never smile. Right. <laughs> um,
0: and, you know, the book also uh, touches on the idea of political correctness a little bit. Was that on your mind as well when you wrote, wrote the book?
1: Uh, I, you know, I'm, I'm big on, on common sense correctness, um, that we just try to kind of do the right thing because we figured out how to do the right thing and, and how to live a, a good life and whatever. I'm not, I'm not too big on, on polit- political correctness or social correctness. I, 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 just, I just think we can figure out how to do the right thing and, 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 and kind of nudge kids the right way and, 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 and hopefully it will all turn out well.
0: And, of course, uh, you know, the major part of iFunny um, is humor. And, you know, writing, writing comedy is notoriously tough, and I imagine it could be even tougher when a, when a collaborator is involved. Um, so how did the writing process work in terms of uh, coming up with the jokes Jamie tells and also the way the art and the text uh, interact?
1: It, it always it works the way all my books uh, work. I wrote about a 50- or 60-page outline. It had... 95% of the chapters were there. Uh most of the illustrations were right in the outline. Uh this wasn't something where we we handed a text over to an illustrator and said go go make up illustrations. We we handed over a text that had illustrations and punch lines and funny lines and whatever right right in the and then and then you know she had the the the, the freedom to to add if she wanted to. Okay, um, but then uh, uh, the way it works. With Chris and I have known each other for a long time, and um, he then did the first draft, and we talked it through. And you know, I, I, I did a second draft, uh, and and you know, we, we wanted to make uh, a story that really moved along, that would be involving from kids right from the first chapter, and I think it is. Uh, the kids wouldn't want to put down. I, part of the thing I always try to do with books is I want I want the kids to read that book want to talk about it, and immediately want to read another book. I think one of the worst things we can do with kids is give them books where at the end of it they go, I don't really want to read anything else. And I think more schools, if they had the freedom, would would do more with that. I mean, just get them reading. The more they read, the better readers they become. Mm-hmm. And
0: um, you know, without getting too much into spoiler territory, you know there are some you know sad and poignant aspects to the story. Uh, can you talk a bit about uh, the way comedy is both you know a talent for Jamie, but also sort of a defense mechanism?
1: well, I, I, I think probably comedy is a bit of a defense mechanism for for all comics. You know, my um, son, Jack is a very funny boy, and I think it came out of the fact that when he was younger, um, he didn't feel he fit in. He was really good with adults, but he didn't, He couldn't relate to kids his own age. It just seemed kind of weird to him. They would say, like, you know, like, I remember he, he didn't like soccer. And I go, why? He said, well, why would I want to chase a ball around a field? I don't get it, you know. Um, and the way he learned to fit in was he just got very funny. And, you know, he wound up being probably the most popular kid in his class because he was you know he had confidence and 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 humor really helped him to 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 be confident and i think a lot of comics uh uh, uh you know use it to kind of fit in or you know you grow up in brooklyn for example the, the thing was you either you either funny or or you're going to get beat up so so sometimes it just helps you to survive mm mm-hmm. mhm
0: and uh, you know there are several real life comedians mentioned in the book: uh, John Stewart, Ellen DeGeneres, Jerry Seinfeld, Chris Rock,
1: Billy really Crystal. Billy
0: yeah. I mean, so are readers getting uh, a glimpse of uh, some of your personal favorites, or?
1: Uh, yeah, I, you know, there's there there are very few comedians that I don't enjoy on on some level, and unfortunately, um, in our country, the, the the sort of comedy club thing is 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 drying up. Uh, there are a lot of good comics out there that we never get to see on you know which and, and you used to when I first came to New York. There were a lot of comedy clubs here, a lot of improv clubs and and that would be you know a thing you would do almost every weekend we 'd go out to some comedy club
0: so i 'm also curious about uh, the role humor might play in your daily life uh, you know you 're married you have a son uh, what, would they, <laughs> what, what would they say about your sense of humor
1: uh, they 'd say that i 'm funny uh, you know one of the things with Jack is. Uh, as he's grown up, he finally got to the point where he knows that there's almost no straight lines that come out of my mouth, and he's used to it. And in the, you know, if I'm with he and his friends, he has to go, um, my dad doesn't mean that seriously. He's he's being, you know, don't take – his you know, kids, you say something and they take you literally. And he always goes, don't take my dad literally. He's He's just messing around.
0: And, of course, besides being extremely busy as a writer, uh, you're, you're also very involved with literacy. Um, your website, Read Kiddo Read, uh, started up, I believe, almost four years ago now. Uh, yeah. Can you talk a bit about how the site has developed and grown and you know, what it means to you?
1: Well, I, I just felt that we could put up a site that would be a really good tool for teachers and librarians and parents, a place where they could go and, and find books that would turn their kids on. To reading, and so we try not to put any books on there that 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 won't turn kids on, um, and 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 it's it's very easy to use. I mean, it, it, it's one to six year old, then transitional books, then page turners, then books that are harder but worth the effort. Um, we don't do reviews; we just kind of lay out what the books are about. If it's on the site, it means that 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 we like the book, that we think it will, you know, that kids will like the book, that they'll. Read it and want to read another book. Uh, so it, to me, it's just a useful tool. And, and, and there's a lot of thing, Everything that I do in the charity area is in this arena. I have um, right now over 100 uh, uh, college scholarships uh, at 10 universities around the country, and they're all in education. They're all uh, trying to develop better teachers. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a program that I have for... Um, for independent booksellers, um, where um, um, they get you know kids that are going away to college to, to write an essay, and then and then we um, we'll pay for a lot of their books, um, which is I think uh, helpful. In Palm Beach County now, we're doing a program um, in some middle schools. Where I'm paying teachers to stay from three to five and then supplying books to the schools from 800 to 1,000 books, and the kids just read, 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 Hmm. because the more they read, the better they get at it. And I think one of the things that I keep punching at is that it's the parent's job to get their kids reading. It's not the school's job. Mm-hmm. the school can teach them you know how to be better readers but the parents you have to go out and find the books for them whether they're in libraries or uh in in, in bookstores or, or or online so
0: it's really about making sure that you know parents and teachers or librarians have really the tools to find you know find the books and then get
1: them well their part kids. of it they just need to understand it's their job mm-hmm. you know as individuals we can't solve global warming or weirding or whatever you want to call it. As individuals, we can't solve the healthcare problem. But we can get our kids reading. We can do that. And parents need to get it into their heads that, you know, come the holiday season, their kids may not need another phone or a phone, mm-hmm. uh, but they need books. It's it's crucial. And
0: uh I think all of your fans, you know both kids and adults alike, know that they can look forward to you know several books from you each year. Uh, so I have to ask what irons do you have in the fire now
1: and many irons in the fire. <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah there's two, two going to be two middle school uh, uh, two more middle school books next year and and one i funny um the um, the first middle school uh, book, uh, Rafe Cachodorian is, is is the main uh, character in the middle school books. He has a sister, Georgia, and the first book next year is called uh, "My Brother Is a Big Fat Liar," and it's Georgia's point of view on on who Rafe is and what their life is like and how he's portrayed her. So it's pretty funny, and it, 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 it's a girl's point of view, which which is nice for that series. Um, I just did the script. For middle school, the worst years of my life. The movie script. Um, we have a director uh, who um, uh, just did the last two Smurf movies. He's he, he's, he's a very good director, smart guy. Um, so there's a good, a good chance we'll have a have a, a middle school movie soon. And then I Funny, uh, you know, about a year after this this I Funny, and then there's a a series that involves. Uh, it's also illustrated, but it involves kids who are who are searching for treasures around the world.
0: Hmm. I think that's all the time we have, but uh, thank you again, James, for coming in to speak with me today.
1: Okay, you're welcome.
0: Thanks. Uh, once again, James Patterson's new book is "I Funny" from Little Brown Books for Young Readers. Look for it in December, and thank you for listening to PW. Kid's Cast.